Welcome to the Life 21 Church Podcast. Thanks for joining with us today as we explore the Gospel of Matthew. We pray that as you listen, you would come to more fully understand the answer to this age-old question, who is this Jesus? Hello again, Danny Lewis here. So excited to share with you my personal journey or testimony into the person of Jesus. The purpose of this was just wanting to go beyond just the scriptures in themselves, though our daily podcast will be amazing, but wanted to just go a layer deeper to share my own personal story. In short, I grew up in a Christian home and grew up hearing about the stories of Jesus in the Bible, grew up going to church, grew up with parents that had a love for Jesus and an understanding of his scripture and his 2,000-year-old church. But throughout my time growing up, there was a way that though I was experiencing the truth of who he was in part, and I remember even seeing people physically healed and lives transformed, addictions broken, and very like clear fruit and signs of his presence and his life in people, I found myself personally experiencing a lot of difficulty with doubt, faith, questions, frustrations. And I remember, though in early years, it was just kind of what you did. Later in late middle school and early high school, I began to experience a lot of doubts. And a lot of them went like this, just how could a good God send people to hell? How could a loving God allow so much evil to happen? If God is so willing to talk to people and show up like he did in the Bible or in the scriptures to other people, why doesn't he talk to me? Those personal questions of doubting God's goodness and God's character that led me on a journey really away from Jesus, though I continued to go to church and I continued to hear from the Bible, the heart, my heart, was distant from him as a person. And I just I want to share that as a personal thing because even in this podcast and in this journey, you can go to church or to Christian gatherings. You can hear about Jesus, even have the scriptures read to you. But there's a way in which the heart, the human heart, can be so uh, deceitful, can be so hardened, and can be so unable to experience what's right before us, even when it's there and God's available and wanting to meet with us. So for me, again, it was late high school that God really started to get a hold of my heart. I had had walls up towards him. My family had gone through some difficult things, and I had begun to shut off towards him, doubting his goodness, doubting his character, and even doubting Christianity and God. And during that time, Jesus continued to pursue me, though I didn't see it then. I see it now, specifically through people in my life that knew him and walked with him and really heard his voice, not just knew about the Bible, but talked with him, listened to him, and were literally connected with the Creator God who knew me and formed me. And through my parents, through my brother, through other of these believers in my life, God continued to remind me that he was better than what I had seen and better than what I had known. And this was a challenging thing because I had known a really good life. I loved sports and was captain of all the sports teams I was on and loved academics and was thriving in school in the top of my class. And just everything seemed to be on the surface so rich. But in all this growing up around the Bible and Christianity, it's like, 
I couldn't remove the deep awareness that at least other people throughout human history had experienced dynamic, real-time relationship with God conversationally. And even one part of the Bible, it says that this guy, Moses, this spiritual leader, spoke to God face-to-face like someone speaks with their friend. And even though I doubted God's goodness, I knew, man, if, if all this stuff is true, and if the Bible's true, and I was literally handcrafted and designed by God, birthed through my parents, yes, but designed by him for relationship with him, I knew that I couldn't be satisfied in anything else. In part, yes, but not truly satisfied. And so I remember my junior year of high school, God really challenging me to take a risk. And what that looked like for me is literally I would go drive my car to this rest stop in Jordan, Minnesota. And I basically, not that I didn't read the Bible, but I just, I put all my intellectual thoughts behind my beliefs because so much of my walk had been about knowing the right things about God and then doing the right things that he'd do, that there was a way in which I hadn't really learned to connect with him relationally, heart to heart, though the right thoughts and the right actions are certainly important and not, not to be thrown out. But in those times in the rest stop, sometimes I'd be yelling, sometimes I'd be swearing, I'd be crying, I'd be voicing my frustration. And in those times, he began to show me, just as the scripture says, that if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. And I realized that it wasn't that he was passively distant. It was more that he gave me and all of us such authority and such influence and such a will that we can decide both what we do in life and we can also decide how much we open our hearts to him in his presence. And for me, I was amazed. I remember one time as his presence began to come and my heart began to open up to him, I remember just saying, God, this is it. (laughs) This, This is it. I had, you know, hit home runs in baseball and scored touchdowns in football and dated different people and thought I felt found my my divine romance all those different things and yet when I experienced him the one I came from the one that every molecule in the heavens and in the earth the one that that formed all that when I began to experience him real time I said this is it this makes everything else make sense this makes everything else more enjoyable and this is what Jesus was talking about of knowing the heavenly father and so it was a long journey for me. God started asking me to, to give up certain things because I had, in my whole life, filled my life with a lot of busyness and entertainment so that I didn't take that much time to have space to even try to reach out to talk to God. And I remember with such joy, even though it was challenging, learning to day by day take time, like a friend to a friend, to begin to speak to God and then allow Him to speak to and to touch me in my imagination, my thoughts, my feelings, even my physical body, because his presence, I realized, was so, his spirit was so available and so desiring to have all of me. It was just that I was learning to open up and to receive. And so, though there's so much more of my story that I could share, just the main thing that I want to highlight to close is that I am so thankful that Jesus is so consistent And even though there's been so many things that I and you and all of us have seen of people that claim to follow him, living very different than him, people claiming to preach the Bible, preaching with hatred, 
preaching with judgmentalism, though there's been so many ways in which the image of him has been skewed, even by myself, by the church, by people in spiritual leadership, I'm so glad that God continues to reveal the true Christ to me, to all those as we ask him. And so I want to encourage you today, may your story, through even hearing my story, may your story continually be impacted by God. May you have faith really fill your heart to know that you can begin to talk to the one who made you. And you can trust that what Jesus said, that he would reveal to all of us our creator, the Father. Know that Jesus is here in your life by his spirit to reveal to you where you came from and the one that you were made for. So I bless you today with that, and thanks for tuning in briefly as I shared my personal story. Thanks for joining with us today. May God continue to reveal to you by His Spirit who indeed is this Jesus. Thank you.